Good evening, bowlers. Welcome to the 18th episode of A Step Back. Lovely does that. Here's your host, Leon Tonkins, my main man, Jacob Moses, and welcoming Sir. special guest this evening, godfather of the AMAs, Corey Decker. Welcome, brother. How you doing? Good, you? Good, good, man. You know, uh, glad to have you on. You know, it's, uh, you know, you're well known for your AMAs and, and uh, daily life. That's your, that's your baby there. Sir. You know, we'd love to get you, get to know you on a basketball level. How are you uh, feeling this evening? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm doing pretty good. I mean, it's, uh, it's Arizona, so only my left half has melted today. So that's nice. <laughs> uh, here in the group, we've been celebrating finals week. You know, looking back at your favorite finals uh, matchups and, and favorite players. You know, uh, see you have on uh, Draymond Green. Yes. Yeah, finals legend in his own right. Um, you know, how, uh, how did you come about to be a Warriors fan? I had a NBA 2K3 go- growing up, you know, with Al- Alan Iverson on the cover. And I was, fuck, I don't remember. Uh, I was young as hell. And then I ended up clicking onto the Warriors logo and I've just been attached ever since. Oh, so you so you've been around before like all the winning started. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, that, that's respect, man, because you know, I think their fan base grew about like what exponentially after 2014, 2015. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I think the craziest number is right at 2014, it, the actual franchise growth went up like two billion dollars or something. Jeez. Jeez. Yeah, so you you were around for the uh, you know the We Believe team, Al Harrington, Eckert. Yeah. Nice. You know, uh, you know Baron Davis and and Stephen Jackson, Matt Barnes, that that group. You know that was a that was a special group. Yeah. I say I watched a little bit. I haven't watched as much basketball growing up as I probably should have just because I didn't have control of the remote and my dad's not the biggest basketball fan. Ah. So. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, welcome in Matt this evening. Uh, he says it's three of his favorite people on the screen. How you doing, Matt? Man. Uh, Wheeling. Host, Matt? Host of, co-host of the lab. Oh, that's the, that's the well, good Matt. A guy. <laughs> Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, Whaling. Remember Whaling. Whaling. Like Dude. Moby Dick. Whaling. <laughs> Captain Ahab on the on the grill. Oh, uh, yeah. He really does it up over there. I like what he does over there in the lab. It's good stuff. You guys mm-hmm. check it out if you haven't. Yeah. Definitely. Those guys know what they're doing over there. Get me a plate. <laughs> so going back uh touching a bit on these finals they've been to what five straight yeah 
though they didn't honestly show up last year. Well, I mean, you know, physically they, they didn't really have a shot, you know. <laughs> Let me have my excuse, damn it. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> <laughs> no, you we know, got beat. <laughs> yeah, Dur- Durant really toughed it out. Um, I, I, I didn't think he should have came back, but you know, Clay was the with the bigger with a big hit. It, yeah, freak injuries. Yeah. What was your favorite uh, final? That the Warriors were in, or in general? Uh, in the Warriors. Probably 2017, um, because it was just nice to whoop the Cavs again. You know, I had thought the tides had started to turn in 2016, which I hated as a Warriors fan, but as a basketball fan, I, I couldn't help but appreciate it. Um uh, my favorite finals as a Warriors fan is probably 2017 because of how easy it was. I mean, it it, it was pretty easy. Um, Throw that ass up. Yeah. <laughs> Poor LeBron and the. <laughs> <laughs> now they're on the same team again. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's gold. It's <laughs> so like 2016. You know, LeBron goes in, they finally get his win, they bring in, uh, you know, Kyrie, get the shot off, um, Kevin Love, and, you know, 2017, they go in with equalizer with Durant. Do you believe that you win that title without Durant? I'm not sure. Because to me, if I had to have a gut punch, I'd say no. But my thought out answer is there are, there are so many like extra stuff that a player brings to a team that's unseen. So I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I don't think we do. Uh, Did you believe in the 2015 run? Yeah. hundred percent. That, that that was a I look at that team and that was a like a loaded team. Um, you know, Barbosa, David Lee. David Lee was like a, the the big catalyst. Yeah. Um, it it was a was a good squad. And even though Igadala won the MVP, it could have easily went to LeBron. Easily. I mean he put on yeah. a, quite a performance there. How do you feel about last year's final? I hate losing to Canadians. Just kidding. <laughs> no. Kawhi freaking carried that team. I mean, yeah, we had some injuries, but that Raptors team was complete. I mean, they just – we got beat. I – I'm not even sure with KD we would have beaten the Raptors. I, mm. That team to me was so deep and had all of the chemistry in the world. Mm. And then Kawhi just has that second, you know, 
second win that comes in the finals, it seems like. So I, we got beat by the better team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that, that's my view to say because I, I yeah. definitely wouldn't have said any of that. You know, um, you, you mentioned Kawhi and his uh, run in the finals, and it's not the first rodeo for him. You know, he obviously did some things with the Spurs. Uh, that uh, 05 run and uh, 2014 against the Heat. I mean, he put on an incredible performance against LeBron, shutting down uh, the league's uh, best trio. Mm-hmm. Um, 05 goes down as one of my like most underrated performances. Uh, it, it was like gritty throwback type deal. Uh, the, you know, one game, the Pistons only went over 100 once. Otherwise, mm-hmm. the series was under 100. It was seven games. It's like nobody really remembers it, but it was a gritty, gritty performance. I guess we got to go to my finals, huh? I mean, there's only, what, two? <laughs> Obviously, it's going to be 94 because, you know, we actually had a complete team. 99 was fun because nobody expected, you know, these guys, you know, they kind of, they tried all they could, but with the young can be, and it was just the Spurs, the Twin Towers, you weren't stopping, but I'm going to say 94 because, you know, we had a shot up 3-2, you know, fuck you, OJ. Um, you ruined the telecast. <laughs> um, but yeah, definitely, it was just, a, it was a great series, man. We ended up in the, obviously the losing end, but it was fun back and forth seeing you and Elijah one, two guys basically in their primes going at it. It was, you know, John Starks and his two for 18 nonsense. He still could have won games that still could have won. Um, but yeah, that hurts. It's, it's rough. It's really rough. <laughs> yeah, technically, technically it wasn't OJ that ruined it, but hey, if the glove fits. Exactly. <laughs> okay, OJ. Once again, let me have this. Corey, you starting that shit? <laughs> let, me, let me have this. Let me blame OJ, right? Come on. <laughs> I mean, it's past the 90s, so I'm not exactly afraid of the Knicks. You shouldn't be. I mean, it's just, it's just like the Bulls. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you shouldn't be. There, there's no... I think I could put a five together and kind of, kind of whip on them. Yeah. Yeah, the Warriors are definitely that team. Clay, Steph, Draymond. Uh, I think they would have beat the Warriors because you got to think Clay went down that same game, I believe. When, because remember, KD went down, and I believe Clay went down the same game. Yeah. And I mean, that kind of changed the series. You put those guys in it; it's it's at least going seven, at least. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, Kawhi can only do so much, but who was gonna, you know, stop Clay? <laughs> It would have been, I think, a different outcome. They took advantage and they won it for the six. Yeah, you you mentioned 94. uh, James comes in and says, thank you, James, for your input. He says he blames Riley for not pulling Starks with uh, Lando (laughs) Blackman off the bench. (laughs) You know what? I will say to that, they went in with Starks. It's kind of like you live and die with your guys. 
you know, uh, who brought you to the dance. Mm-hmm. I mean, Starks is a shooter. He's going to, you know, you got to shoot your way out of it. Mm-hmm. I blame him for not going to Hubert Davis. Yep. There you go. That's, that's another one. That is very, that's that insight right there. You, Hubert Davis was a knockdown Somebody sat down when your best shooter is coming back in. So, yeah, Hubert Davis. I mean, like, when Rolando Blackman wasn't that bad of a shooter. Like, put somebody else in there. But, you know, maybe he thought he was still a showtime. <laughs> yeah, and, and they had no answer for Elijah one. It's just, mm. you know, pick a spot, any spot where you want to go. And Cassell, too. Had that mid-range. Robert Ory. Yeah. Yeah, it was it sucked. It was close, but and that's the doesn't bother me as much, but kinda every time I see it, that's when it comes back. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it it's rough, you know, when you think about it, you work all year and you get to that point and it's it's almost like, you know, when you go to the Super Bowl and you lose, like nobody remembers the loser. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, it's a sick feeling, but, you know, you're glad you went, but, like, what is it all for? Yeah, that that's what I, just like the Mets, 2015. I'm like, oh, yeah, the Mets, at least they were, I can't even, I didn't even buy the World Series hat. Like, I did it. I can't even, I don't care if you want to clear this for, like, five dollars. I still went by it. I mean, no, you fucking lost. What the fuck would I want to, no, I'm not wearing this shit. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely not. And fuck you, Liam. <laughs> um, you know, so I, I go back uh, for myself, you know, the O two and O three finals. You know, O two they had a chance, but you know, Shaq was just too much for them. I mean, they they Tom McCullough, Aaron Williams, they were not gonna they weren't gonna stop him and you know, Kobe did whatever he wanted. It it was close for a few games, but that net team was a good team, but mm-hmm. that Laker team was just on a, on another level. Yeah. Uh, Spurs, for instance, you know, those games were close as well. But mm-hmm. when you have to deal with big men who demand double teams, it, it just makes it that much more difficult. Uh, Steven Jackson killed him, you know, as revenge for cutting him uh, previous year. Mm-hmm. What I what I didn't know was, so Stephen Jackson, obviously a rookie in O two, uh, played in the rookie sophomore game, but then he doesn't see the floor for the second half of the season. Mm. You know, Avery Johnson, but I don't know what he did, and apparently he never found out why he got benched. Mm. Uh, but you know, the ultimate revenge is winning a championship on your team on the on your former team so in the end it all worked out for Captain Jack but that, the, the Nets so f- always get so close but you know not over the hump mm-hmm. uh, Corey is there are there any other <laughs> any other memorable finals that you know come to your mind um, I might, might the year might be off but I'm thinking it's 2010 between Lakers Celtics Right? 2008. 
2013. No, no, they were both. Oh, they were both. Yeah, who won? I'm thinking Lakers. Yeah, 2010. Yeah. No, I liked uh, I liked that finals, but the one that always sticks out to me is Miami versus the Spurs. I think it's I think it's 2012. Uh, Ray Allen game six. Mm-hmm. I love that series. Anytime the Spurs lose horribly, I love it. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm right there with you, brother. Yeah, I'm, yeah, they, not a fan. <laughs> yeah. See that that's along the lines of like long lasting success, and you know you're kind of envious of how how things are done, and they you know they do things the right way, and it's just a twenty years of of just success, and I mean, pop is still there. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the uh, it's just the amazing part of it. Um, you mentioned that twenty ten Lakers Celtics series. And, uh, you know, we always go back to Ron Artest and his heroics in that, uh, in that game clinching, uh, series clinching game. You know, yeah. he, he's a, you know, from New York, big, uh, big guy, but, you know, temperamental, but he's a, always came up clutch. Um, I'm glad he finally got his, uh, you know, due for all the work he put in the league. Yeah, definitely. Wait, no, like, uh, um, what you were saying about, like, the the Spurs' continued success, uh, this kind of makes me think of one of my hottest takes ever, is that I don't really... I don't really look at Kawhi on the Spurs when I look at his career, because to me, he was in Tim Duncan's shadow, and he was in that system... So to me, Kawhi didn't really become great until he led that Toronto team. Yeah. You know what? That's, hmm. that's, that's not a bad take. No, not at all. Hmm. I like that. I usually get people pissed off about it. No, you know, that's... They, they usually still have the price tags on their Spurs hats. <laughs> <laughs> You know, like a Kawhi, the defensive uh, wizard. It, it was a good team, good system. Yeah, uh, it's not a bad take. No, not at all. Yeah, he he basically did, you know, from the Philly shot, you know, which is that's gonna go down for one of the best games like ever. And then oh, yeah. just circumstances, him going out of damn near out of bounds, out of bounds, and then the bounce, boom, boom, and I mean that right there. That was nuts. Mm-hmm. So we're just going to ignore the travel that happened before it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, I don't call those. Man, not as, listen, when in, in the sport of basketball that something like that gets called, it's, it's not happening. It, there's no way. You can't. It was, it was blatant. Oh, man, get out of here. Pardon <laughs> um, Man, I, I got to see Joel and be booing, man. That made my night. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anytime I can see him cry, it's, 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 <laughs> it's definitely a bonus. Yeah. Uh, uh, Jacob, what was your uh, favorite non-Nick final? Oh, man, this is a good one. 
I'm going to go. None of the Bulls ones. <laughs> I think so. Uh, not Nick. I would honestly have to say when LeBron bought it home for Cleveland. And I'm saying a lot. Well, I, I just <laughs> – I had to. I'm sorry. Just yeah, that's a good final. <laughs> Man, you know, just just finish it off. <laughs> you know, I'm thinking, I'm like, oh, this is over. LeBron came out of nowhere. Boom, what a block by James. I'm like, oh, no. And Kyrie, man, that he might be a head case, but you give him the ball then, he, that, that guy is he's something else. But that yeah. final right there, that was my favorite recent finals. That, man, you can't. I don't think you get any better than that. Thank you. Um, I will say – Bit that 08 finals between the Celtics and the Lakers. And like, I, I'm not a big Celtic fan, but I was for that year because I was a fan of Ray Allen. And, you know, my hatred for Pierce still stands. <laughs> I loved it. I, I'm a, that, that, was, that was close with me. That was like 1A because KG finally got his title. So I, I was, and it kind of sucked because as a Nick fan, I don't really, I don't mess with the Celtics like that. But just to see him, just a pure escalation of him winning and just anything's possible. I'm like, do you finally, you know, 18 years old coming out of there, just watching him grow as a player and he finally reached the pinnacle. And, man, that was good. I almost shed a tear a little bit, but it was, it was something. It was good. Yeah. That, that was, that was an epic uh, post game, you know, obviously memorable, anything that's possible. And then we see you oh, broken down version of him in Brooklyn later on. So, fuck them all. <laughs> uh, <laughs> mentioned Lakers, Celtics, that's like the, the creme de la creme of finals. You know, they've been there so often. You go through the history of the league. It's Bill Walton against – I'm sorry, not Bill Walton, Bill Russell, Wilt, uh, Jerry West, the only – the only MVP on a losing team. Uh, and you, you fast forward and you get Magic Bird all through the 80s, mm -hmm. uh, James Worthy, and then we move forward to KG against Kobe. Mm -hmm. It's just a storied, storied, uh, storied franchise just going at it and always memorable matchups. Um, I mean, I wish I was around in the 80s to watch those uh, matchups because I mean, I was a big Magic fan, but uh, watching the past two with 08 and 10, uh, you can feel the energy in those, in those games and kind of witness the nostalgia. Sure. And Ron, that's the best post game I've seen in my life. I swear he just... Yes, I don't think he like the hood, and then he was just, he was so bad. <laughs> oh, you just see his face, and uh, oh my god, that guy, that guy is comedy. But yeah, like Leon said, the saga of it, two historic franchises, you can't get any better than that. Man. Yeah, yeah. It's funny you mentioned Ron Artest, and you know, uh, thinking the hood or whatnot. He was there the next day in uh, Queensbridge, you know. He's, Mm -hmm. Out there, because I think he was also 
promoting his mixtape at the same time. So he was, you know, he was there with his trophy and, you know, it was just a big party, you know, no security, all that. It, I mean, when you think Ronald Test, he's a real guy. And it's a shame he wasn't on the Knicks because he was, he was the epitome of New York. Let me tell, here we go. I'm going to bring you our history lesson. Yes, that he was on the Knicks radar. But no, they had to pick Frederick. I got dunked on, excuse me, dunked over by VC. Congrats on his retirement. But yeah, they chose him over Ronald Test because I wanted Ronald Test to be nine. I would have been happy as hell. Please, guys, St. John's. Yeah, it was all set up and the Knicks fucked it up. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> yeah, they, they've been known to, you know, blow free agency, blow, blow drafts. So, you know, that's a whole other story for mm-hmm. another day. Blow games, right. blow coaches, <laughs> blow. <laughs> blow, just blow, that's it. Blow like Johnny Depp. Uh, that's it. Only way they could blow more is if they uh, drafted a cocaine dealer. What? Yeah. <laughs> hey, that'd be the most New York thing ever. Have a star play and then he finds out he has a freaking coke problem and then, yeah, that would be Knicks. That would be the Knicks one. But I have to definitely ask you this question. Favorite Warrior player of all time? Jason Richardson. Ooh, Jay Rich. Hey, I respect that. Steph is getting up there, but I just, the dunks, I I can't get past the dunks. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, he was one of the most overlooked dunk champions I've seen in a while. And he had some good dunks. It's like, it's not like they're average or, you know, they, they were special when you just, it just goes to show you how VC was on another level, but J- Jason Richardson's a good pick. Yeah. Dunk he did, what was it, when he threw it off the side? Like, he threw it off the side. He was, he was the first one I've seen do it. I remember he threw it off the side. I don't know if he put it under his leg and he dunked it backwards or something like that. It's just, yeah. That's uh, wild. <laughs> And it was a hard, like, hard dunk. He dunked it, like, grossly. It was nothing soft about it. He just boom, boom, boom. And I'm just like, wow. But, yeah, he was he was pretty nasty. He was a he was a really good player. Oh, yeah. I like he was all dunks. He was a really good player. Mm-hmm. Uh, looking back at uh, some more finals, you, you look at some great individual performances. Uh, so to say, look at Dirk. Um, net 2011. You look at uh, Dwayne Wade in 2006. Mm-hmm. Even AI in 01. Uh, the Dirk, the, uh, my favorite one is the Dirk. It's, you know, it's like my one of my favorites. Um, and they they ran through that playoff uh, run like he beat a heavily favorite Lakers and. That Heat team, which we all we all know about, but uh, I'd, I'd say 2011 is my one of my favorite ones of all time. Mm-hmm. As far as the New York performances, mm-hmm. he wouldn't let his team lose. That, that was another one, man. That was another guy that you wanted to see win a chip, and Dirk knew if I was last shot, he did it. <laughs> he, him, Jason Terry, it was. It was a good show. Dirk definitely mm-hmm. deserved that one. Jason Kidd, that was his first title too. Yeah, Leon. 
<laughs> uh, oh, you know, you know who we forgot about? Uh, thank you, James. Mitch Richmond. Yes, yes, good, good stuff, James. Salute you for that one. He was a killer. <laughs> that dude, smooth jumper. Yeah. yeah, there you go, Run TMC. That was, that was another Warriors squad, man. Chris Mullen, Tim Hardaway Sr., Mitch Richmond, and Nick. Yeah, I Love think them. I was two. Oh, man. I think, yeah. Or that was 94, wasn't it? Uh, Early 90s. Yeah, yeah. I was definitely say 89, 90, like yeah. somewhere. But yeah, if you have time, definitely go back and look at their, the impact they had. They yeah. I think I was... Negative two years old. <laughs> Boy, if you want to talk about individual performances, I can't let this conversation pass without LeBron in 2015. Mm-hmm. He was the entire reason that Cavs team got to the finals. Like People give me this, oh, but Matthew Della Vadova. No, LeBron made Matthew Della Vadova. There's... Yeah. Like, he went to Milwaukee next year and then just sunk like a little bitch he is. Uh, I mean, he, he was chasing Curry around like, 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 uh, like white on rice. Well, you know. <laughs> Boy, I yeah. thought he was going to be a registered sex offender by the end of that series with how much he always bumping on guys. <laughs> God, I hate that fucking guy. <laughs> But you know what? You're you're absolutely right. Uh, in regards to LeBron, that 2015 performance was was something else. I mean, and like you know, we said before, he almost won the MVP. Yeah, and I I wouldn't have I wouldn't have argued. I love Andre Iguodala. I mean, I, I bought his book. I'm in the middle of it right now, but I wouldn't have been mad if the game only went the series only went five. Five or six games, and LeBron got the MVP. I mean, he was the entire Cavs team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that 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 was an incredible performance. And it, you look back, and the previous teams before that he tried to take to the finals, when he get knocked out by obviously you know the the Celtics, mm-hmm. Dwight Howard knocked him out. Remember that '09. Uh, 09 uh, finals, which I thought was one of the worst ever. Oh, yeah, with the freaking oh, magic in the – yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> funny, Matt, Matt mentioned uh, what Bynum did to Berea. That, uh, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was brutal. <laughs> I mean, he, he, he wiped him out. Oh, I mean, poor boy. <laughs> poor I JJ. Mean, it, it's not on a level of a uh, nutcracker. <clears throat> but, but damn. <laughs> yeah, Draymond. <clears throat> ain't even mad. <laughs> All in yeah. I did that and I was on the floor for a good five minutes laughing. <laughs> he knew what he was doing. Too. It wasn't even a mistake. He's like, he knew it. And he looked after the plane. He's like, what do you mean? I only kicked him in the nuts. What do you mean? That's a, that's not a foul. <laughs> well, you know they 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 were known for a dirty play. If we look back at uh, you know Zaza Pachulia, 
Oh, I Ooh. hate that guy. I hate him. I don't you care know. he's a warrior. I hate that guy. You know, if uh, he doesn't do some damage to, uh, you know, uh, one Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> may, maybe they don't even make it there. So. Aja. <laughs> but, and that 3-1 comeback against the Thunder was, was pretty special. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so who joined that one after that? Hmm. Oh, somebody on the losing side. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you make of the seventy-three win team? That 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 team was that was some of the best basketball I've ever watched. I mean, because the thing about it is, like, you know, they go into like the detail about the different plays and everything, but. What was interesting about that team was the actual camaraderie and the chemistry between the members of it. And mainly the defensive side that got completely overlooked. It's like they were one mind that year. And it's crazy to me. Yeah. uh, Looking at their games, I I love their ball movement, you know, and, you know, people had to take, hate dynasties because you know they win so much but yeah that warrior team <clears throat> uh ball movement man movement is it, some of the prettiest basketball I, i've ever seen yeah but then they got to the finals and then i call it the lego my ego finals <laughs> because they turned into a bunch of stuck up bitches and decided to not play the game and lost <laughs> throwing mouthpieces everywhere it's uh yeah. <laughs> Steph got up that one. Yeah, I just couldn't. I really couldn't believe that one. I mean, they just did everything they they were supposed to do. You beat the record, team record, you know, and then you just run a rough shot through everybody, and then you get to the finals, and they said record don't mean a thing if you don't win that ring. Yeah, they just yeah. they just got too big for their britches. Man. Yeah. <laughs> You know, it's hard to mention finals without mentioning, here we go, the Chicago Bulls. They win six. Yeah, 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 I know. I know. Are those some TV stars of ESPN or something? <laughs> uh, Michael Jordan was six. You know, he ran a rough shot through the league. But you know, obviously he goes on that break in 94, 95, and they don't make it to the finals, which, you know, Hakeem gets. Do you believe that 73-win team beats the Bulls? No. No, because like I said, if that ends up in a finals, I, I believe that there's a couple of players on the Warriors team that have learned a lot about maturity and keeping your ego in check after that year. Um, But that Bulls team, uh, especially with Jordan's killer instinct, and I believe that Rodman would have probably blocked out at least Draymond. I think the Bulls take that series in five. Wow, that's that's a strong statement. Because, you know, 
it would be interesting to see the mind games Rodman and uh, Green would try to play against each other. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, Green could somewhat shoot, but it, it would definitely be fun to watch uh, with Rodman. Oh, yeah. I definitely see Bulls would Bulls in six. Because basically, stuff, I mean, Clay is a, you know, he's a really good defensive player, but MJ is MJ, and it, it would have been fun. But, yeah, you definitely got to give it to the Bulls. Yeah. Yeah. I I think the only matchup that I could really see winning in that series is probably Curry versus Pippen. I, I think that there's a lot of times that Curry would have – Roasted him. I mean, that's pretty fair. Oh, it depends on a lot of because he goes off a lot of picks, you know, running off of picks and see how he would be able to, a uh, people will be able to adjust to him. But yeah, that would be something. Plus, you know, you haven't seen somebody like Curry, you know, shooting like he does from the distances, you know, they, huh? That's yeah. a good one. Yeah, that, that Bulls team was some of the best defensive teams, you know, ever. All, well, four guys, all defense, switched off on any position. It's it, it's a tough matchup for yeah. uh, Golden State. Oh, yeah. Sure. Have you seen any of the Showtime Lakers? A little bit. Uh, when I was in my coaching basketball class, I – I watched uh fuck what year was it? It was Magic versus Bird. One of the finals of that. Oh, you can just pick any one of them, like eighty four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I forget I forget which exact one, but I watched one of the full games for my coaching basketball class. Huh. So you I, this is, this is news to me. You have a coaching basketball class? Well, I had it. I took ah, what, it in college. Ah, nice. Uh, what, 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 they, uh, what did they teach? It was just coaching techniques. Uh, talked a little bit about the triangle offense. Really? I, don't, I don't remember a ton of concepts from it except for uh, – there was one time when we were having a scrimmage and I had bought curry specifically for the class and we were in a scrimmage and I was at the, what's it called? It's not the top of the key. It's not the corner of the key. It's like right here. Corner of the key. Elbow. 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 I was at the elbow and I got the ball and I got it and I shot it over this kid that had to have been six, seven and he knocked me to the ground but I made the shot, so fuck him. <laughs> yeah. Count it. <laughs> oh, man. How long did you have, uh, have to class? It was a semester. Nice. Awesome. Um, some more forgotten teams, you know, the 83 uh, Sixers. One of the mm-hmm. most memorable runs of all time. We covered a, a bit of them during 80s week. You know, Mojo Malone and uh, Mo Cheeks, that squad. Uh, Fofo. 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 Uh, 
the Celtics, obviously, they Larry Bird, McHale, Parrish, those guys. Uh, did you know that the Warriors had won one in 75? I knew that. I didn't see any footage of it, but I knew because it was everywhere. Um, it was everywhere in the We Believe teams. It was everywhere in 2014 because, you know, you go into a playoff series and it's over the last titles. Right, right. Yeah, apparently I didn't notice that there were like huge underdogs uh, in the series and Rick Barry just put on a show. So, yeah. Um, that that's that was real cool to see. Um, and I'll reference back to the Bad Boys, the uh, Pistons. Uh, you know, Isaiah putting up twenty five in the fourth quarter, and uh, and uh, you know, one of the I always say one of the most underrated players of all time. Sure. Speaking of um, memorable quarters, your boy Clay. <laughs> what was he? He had the oh, how many did he? What did he score in that quarter? Like thirty-seven, I think. Yeah, I think like it was thirty-seven. Like, I, man, you talking about a heat check? And just he's on fire. <laughs> Good lord, but Clay, that guy, he stays. I, I think yeah, he stays healthy. He's a Hall of Famer. I mean, he's oh, going to go down easily. To the best shooters, like ever. Because that guy can just light it up. Like, the way he comes off screen, same thing with staff. He comes off screen, you get him any room. I mean, you're toast. You're barbecue chicken. Just whatever you want to call it, you're done. But, uh, yeah, yeah, Clay, yeah. something else. And I do no, I'm in. <laughs> oh, sorry, cutting you off. Um, I just don't know if one exists without the other. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? You're, you're right. You know, I, I've I've always said that. I mean, they're good individually, but they're much better together mm-hmm. because their yeah. games are, you know, eerily similar. But yeah. the, the, the limitless range of Curry and and Clay, you know, his defense is really overlooked. But they're both incredibly efficient, and you can't hone in on one. Mm-hmm. I mean, if I had to pick one that was better than the other, it's Curry. Because if you look at the statistics of games, when one of them is out, mm-hmm. the Warriors are so much worse without Curry than they are without Clay. Mm-hmm. I think uh, NBC Sports Bay Area did a, a piece on that once, and it's it's crazy. Do you find a difference between Steve Kerr and Luke Walton? Well, one has something to prove it, but uh, I think they have similar coaching styles. Uh, I'll admit I haven't watched a ton of Luke in uh, in Sacramento, but I do think that there's a little bit of a difference. I think that Steve Kerr has a serious edge relating to players. Uh, Something like we saw in the the last dance when he was talking about uh, who his father was mm-hmm. and just the issues that shape him. I think he has a lot better time relating to players than Luke Walton overall. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
I also think Kerr has a little bit of that pedigree to him. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, that's that's pretty good considering you know the all the time he spent with Jordan, ran right over to the Spurs. So that pedigree, that experience, and yeah. obviously his character, it just speaks volumes, and it does show on the, on the squad. So yeah, that's incredible uh, analysis. I'll ask you one one more thing. Do you give how much credit do you give Mark Jackson? All right, here's a hot take. Eighty percent. Okay. I th- I think that Mark Jackson laid a lot of the groundwork culturally with that Warriors team. Um and I, th- I I think that he did a lot of work with the camaraderie because I don't remember a whole lot of core guys leaving between Mark and Steve. It's almost like Mark Jackson set the culture between all of the players, and then Steve Kerr came in with his championship pedigree and, and everything else, and that's what took him to the next level. Mm. I mean, the fact that Mark Jackson isn't coaching in the NBA is complete bullshit, and it's racism. I mean, seriously, it's it's trash. Yeah, I I agree with that. I've heard um, that it's apparently his his religious beliefs that's been creating a, a a block for him, a roadblock. You know, yeah, strong religious views, and I guess a lot of owners don't want to deal with the. Uh, religious uh, talk per se, as far as, you know, dealing with the locker room and dealing with the media. So they don't want to have to, I guess, have to speak for Mark Jackson, but his basketball mind is, his IQ is up there. You you know how he is as a, one of the all-time great point guards. And as you say, his team building skills is just, is, is up there. So the fact mm-hmm. he's not coaching, it doesn't make any sense. I mean, these owners would like look over religious beliefs, like you said, but I mean, Hey, if, if a player comes with hookers, I mean, let's, 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 let's give them a look, right? <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the player, the players make the league. I, it's, it's wild to think that, that, you know, players who have more save and the coaches even if they're doing the same line of it's the same line of thinking it it doesn't make any sense yeah I just I don't know I look at team like a like the Knicks and I'm like are you telling me that a little bit of religion or something otherworldly I mean that's what that team needs to be saved I mean (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we need more than that <laughs> but yeah I, I would have loved for them to give a shot to Mark Jackson I wouldn't mind that at all but it's it's something about former Knicks like well actual guys that kind of well stars on the Knicks like the Mark Jacksons the Patrick Ewans I don't know what they did to Dolan or the upper management of the Knicks for them not even to be in the organization somewhere to this day, I would not understand, but I love that Mark Jackson. Absolutely. Yeah. 
He probably said something that Dolan didn't like, you know, the truth. He, he probably yeah, yeah, he that. doesn't like that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you notice that. You probably, you kiss enough ass, Dolan will like you, Isaiah Thomas. But, um, <laughs> but yeah. No, I mean, I just prayed to him like 10 minutes ago. You're killing me. <laughs> no, no, no. Listen, you do not understand. <laughs> you know what he the whole thing he did yeah, I know. with the I know. whole sexual assault. And then him not being able to draft all of a sudden. And then, well, he gave us David. I think he was there for David Lee and all of Yeah. But most of the time, no. He sucked. But anyway, the coaching will get me started. Yeah. What? Y'all got he we got the whole basketball play Isaiah great did his thing, but just like Phil came to New York and failed. But that's not for the next and fuck you for taking the step card. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that that one pick away, good God. That hurt. I don't think, and I will say this: I'm not going to be a homer, but I think the best thing for him was to go to Golden State. Because with his injuries and everything, you know, at the beginning with his ankle injuries, I don't think the Knicks would have handled that well. It still sucks because he wanted to come to New York. And you never know, could have happened. But like I said, history is history. And hey. Focusing. Well, it's, been, it's a rough year due to the injuries for the Warriors. What do you see for them next year? I don't know. I mean, I just... There's talks about them trying for Giannis. I don't know how true that is. I just, I like Pascal. I think that, I think that if they were knocked down a couple pegs this year, I think we could be dangerous. I don't see a one or two seed situation, but I do see like a six seed. But, I mean, this year's Warriors was just a mess. It, it, it was just, I couldn't even watch. I mean, I watched a lot of games, but I, I, it's. So you saw Andrew Wiggins just put up a bunch of shots and brick. <laughs> yeah. D'Angelo Russell, too. Hey, hey, hey. W- listen, <laughs> you're not going to come on here and have <laughs> mouth Russell. I'm sorry. He's overrated. He is overrated. <laughs> Hold on, where's this, where's this mute button real quick? <laughs> Man, we're two days in a row. Wow. Wait a minute. How <laughs> dare you? We got Debo. crazy. How, how dare you come on here and talk about <laughs> Russell's already? Have you seen ice in the veins? You, you're missing it, man. Yeah, except for when he has to pass the ball. It's hot in here. Um... <laughs> Corey Decker will not be allowed back on the step back. <laughs> <laughs> Talking that shit. You uh, mentioned a six seed for next year. Uh, you look at this year, the return of the league, if it does return, you know, a lot of the players are uh, getting COVID, opting out. Uh, what do you make of the season of a restart coming up? I hope it comes back. Um, I just, 
I think it's going to be interesting to see it in an empty stadium just to see, you know, the different plays and everything come to life. I like the way the NBA is doing it with this little play-in and then you have the playoffs. Personally, I'm hoping that there's a March Madness type bracket that comes out that we, we could all fill in because COVID took that from us too. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I think that there's a couple of teams to watch in this eight game that I'd have to look up, but it should be interesting. And I think it's interesting that I think the NBA, it's going to be different from here on out. I still think they're going to start at Chris, <clears throat> start the regular season on Christmas from here on out. Yeah. Um, I, I thought the same I thought the same thing. I figured this would be the perfect uh, time to try out that uh, theory, you know, because let's be honest, basketball doesn't really start until Christmas anyway. The first month and a half is just fill time. Oh, yeah. Y'all got to worry about it. I'm waiting for the lottery in the draft. Y'all got to worry about that. Yeah. (laughs) You know, it's also funny you mentioned that – those, so those teams in the lottery bubble, they're going to be having nine, ten months off, and they were concerned about what they would do in in regards to all the time off. And I always thought that they should have did a a tournament style March Madness tournament style bracket in order Not to determine in order to determine that uh, draft status. That way they could, you know, play, and uh, it, it's obviously more games. But the idea of it, I guess they couldn't have all those people in Orlando. Yeah. I thought they could have, now you could have brought them up to New York. You could put them in Madison Square Garden. You can put them in Barclays. They're, and since it's not as many teams, you can have the same staggered schedule all day as you would down in Orlando. I like that. It's like an NIT kind of thing. So that would be kind of... Right. That would be interesting. Man, call yeah. Adam Silver, Leon. Go call him up. <laughs> My dear's out there. Yeah, yeah, Emails man, I, is a hell of a thing, man. <laughs> um, the Orlando restart, seeing a lot of opt-outs, a lot of COVID-positive tests. Uh, you know, my Nets, Dinwiddie, DeAndre Jordan, they tested positive, they're, they're pretty much done. I'm, well, Din, Dinwiddie said he, uh, his status is unsure. Wilson Chandler opted out. Mm-hmm. It's, it's no big loss there. <laughs> uh, Trevor Ariza has uh, opted out for the Blazers. Nothing, not a big loss. No, you see, that, now that one, <laughs> I will disagree. Uh, he's a decent player. I just can't respect him for what he did to Phoenix. I can't. I can't respect him. Uh, I mean, he, he did kind of shove Trey Young. So I mean, he's he's on the <laughs> he's, high, he's high, very high on my list there. But uh, Ariza for that team, and they're in a bubble trying to get in, uh, trying to chase the Grizzlies. Uh, you know that that depth is needed. In order to, because you know, Dame can only do so much. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Congratulations to him, by the way, on the uh, 2K cover. Sure. Well deserved. Uh, a lot of other players have tested positive. Uh, the Kings, Buddy Heald, Jabari Parker, Willie Coley Stein. Jokic. Uh, the Joker. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, so, Corey, I, t- I believe you mentioned uh, Giannis had a quote in regards to the championship. Yeah, let me grab the the thing here. Uh, he said. He said the NBA title is going to be the toughest championship you could ever win in a press conference earlier this morning. Interesting. What are your thoughts on that? I think he's right. I am a firm believer that crowds give more strength to teams, for lack of a better term. I think, I think there's truth to that home court advantage thing. And with no fans in the stand, I mean, they might be able to sneak a couple hookers in or something. Or they might be able to, you know, grab Drake or something and bring him in. But there's no home court advantage. And I think that that's a huge key that makes what he, what he said true, personally. Mm. That Drake? 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 Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, give a damn about no goddamn Drake night. No, no. But yeah, that yeah, you have to do something. It's gonna be interesting too because I think they're gonna they're gonna have some kind of music or something. You gotta get yourself like playing ball. You get yourself in the rhythm by like you know you know we play music. They used to get us to it, man. Yeah. Okay. But it, it'll be interesting. Like, I don't even call you. I'm pretty sure you play when you hear music. You get a certain song in your head. And it's like okay, you start hearing, you start feeling it, man. It's no. So I, I mean, it's how they gonna get done. It's funny you mentioned that because for my final project in that basketball class, I pumped through some music as part of the workout because there's something there scientifically that happens, and you work harder with with music. Mm-hmm. See. Boom, scientifically proven. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See? Uh, I will agree and disagree with that statement. Uh, here's why. Now, mm-hmm. yes, it will be tough because pretty much everyone now starts at the same has, at the same starting point. Everyone's had three months off. You know, the shots are going to either – even going to be hot or cold. There's no in between with these shots. Mm-hmm. Uh, psychologically, being in a bubble for three months, I think it's it's going to be a, a war of attrition. You know, yeah. it's like uh, you know not being able to see your family. <laughs> and, and and Stephen A. Smith actually came up with something the other day, which is uh, <laughs> actually pretty funny. Can you imagine NBA players? going three months without any groupies or their wives. (laughs) Like, James Harden lives for the script club. Literally. He 
he needs that motivation. You know, so there, there's the family aspect. There's the war of attrition. This virus is just, it's like a roll of a dice. Mm-hmm. Here's where I say it may become easy. Some, let's say somebody breaks quarantine or so have it, somebody on the team gets it. It spreads so fast, but you never know who's going to have it. And it could just be an easier road to the finals. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, let's face it, if, if Ben Simmons and, well, Embiid catch the virus, that pretty much knocks Philly out. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, you know, if Kawhi, God forbid, or Paul George get it, that knocks the Clippers out. So it's a roll of the dice. Uh, it's, although everyone starts at the same starting point, it's going to be very interesting to watch. These eight games will be a good warm-up for these guys, and you get a real good uh, look to see where everybody stands. Uh, you know, I think the Kings are done. You know, Jabari, yeah, Jabari Parker, this, this moron. After it's announced he tests positive, you find him out three days later playing tennis without a mask. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Moro! <laughs> oh man! And, and, and find his black ass in the park playing tennis with no mask. What are you doing, man? <laughs> oh God! What a oh, man! I mean, with what you said about the the virus, though, couldn't you swap the word virus for? rolled ankle and make it true. I mean, we all know that Ben Simmons is always 100% healthy all the time. And no no key players get injured in, in the playoffs. None whatsoever. There's none that ever get injured. <laughs> yeah, unless, they got, unless they got a little help. Besides, I'm sure you. Wait, is he playing this now? No, no. no he, he, he's done. No. And you, he, hey. I think he's doing broadcasting, actually. Really? Yeah. I ain't never heard him speak in my life. You you don't want to. (laughs) With all the uh, with all the opt outs and the uh, player testing, a lot of player movement has been going on. Uh, J.R. Smith reportedly going to the Lakers. You know, reuniting with LeBron—that's huge. I think Tyler Johnson's now in the Nets. Uh, a lot of G League players are coming in, filling the roles for these for these teams, and it's going to be interesting to see who else gets picked up. Uh, that's been sitting around for almost a year and a half. It wasn't playing before this. So. I wait to see Lavar come in. <laughs> <laughs> that man scores a, a a triple double in five minutes. <laughs> Make it into existence. <laughs> you never know. I mean, it's not, yeah. like, I mean, it's not like triple single over there, right? <laughs> no, you're right. Lavar, Lavar has won many titles with LeBron, or many more titles. What do you say? <laughs> Oh, then he man. shuts off his Xbox and goes to bed. 
man. Uh, James mentions that the Rockets will be out early because there's still no defense in D'Antoni. <laughs> Facts. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, Mr. I'm, Mr. Let me just lean on the three for the entire game and let my players shoot forty percent from beyond the arc. <laughs> that, that's being generous. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah that, that, that game seven was god awful. They, they obviously missed twenty five in a row, but I, I think the Rockets will be at a huge advantage. Um, upcoming weeks will come in and we'll break down the uh, upcoming schedule and the chances for the for all the teams going in but um i'm a big believer in the rockets and i'm a big believer in the Sixers over in the east uh, as much as i hate to say about the Sixers. the Sixers, i can see yeah we'll, we'll do a a lot more uh insight uh, as we get closer to the restart which i think is july 30th yeah i think i saw that so yeah, it's um, be nice to have some live content. We might, uh, you know, have to go into the off-season repertoire real early, but you know, yeah. it's, it's real fun, you know. Sure. I, uh, I'll be ready. Oh yeah. And um, early this week, congrats to Vince Carter on announcing his retirement. You know. Yep. <laughs> Long time Raptor, champion Dallas. Uh, his jersey hangs in the Raptors in Brooklyn. Real good guy. Uh, ultimate professional. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Jacob, what's your thoughts on uh, Vince Carter? Man, he's one of my favorite players of all time. You know me. It was between, we always had this argument between him and McGrady. I always picked VC. It was just. How he played the game, he, he just – he was a leader on the floor. And, and he did – of course, that was That 2000 – if you don't think that was one of the most amazing things in a dunk contest, like, ever at that time, that just – anything he did about how he did, between the legs, you know, just everything. He just – in a span – how many decades he been involved? Was it four? Almost? Yes. Almost four yeah, decades. 90, yeah, I mean, 90s, 2000s, 2010s. Played, yeah, yeah, pretty much. So you, he played with, you know, Kobe, KG, everybody we grew up with, he's played with, you know. And for him to just come along like he did and become an ambassador, you know, I think he's getting into sportscasting now. It's just amazing to see. And, man, that guy, he was special. Even though he went to North Carolina, he he was special, <laughs> but he was—he was a great guy, man. I just—I'm definitely gonna miss watching him play. Corey, your, your thoughts on Vince Carter? Yeah, I just—I couldn't say it any better. I think he's a a pioneer with just the dunking and the level that he always brought. Um, I did think that he was a serious leader on the floor. And then in his later years, he knew when to sort of pass that off to somebody else. And it was just really inspiring to watch, uh, watch him play. And he's a great ambassador to the game. And I'm hoping that if he's going into sports casting, that they get him on the actual dunking uh, 
Oh, the dunk contest? Yeah, the dunk contest. Yes. If not, then we have to, I mean, we just, we have to riot. There's, <laughs> there's no other logical conclusion. <laughs> yeah, uh, Dwayne Wade, I, don't get me started on Dwayne Wade. <laughs> but yeah, those, those are the great sentiments. Um, you mentioned, you know, being able to pass off, you know, veterans are usually very, very uh, standoffish. They hate to do it. They see the end of the line. They, most of them are about themselves. But mm-hmm. I, I will give credit to Vince. He, he's one of those vets where he could have went around and did a little ring chasing. But, you know, he went to the Grizzlies. He went to the Suns. He went to the Hawks. He, he's on great teams, but he went uh, to be a leader, mentor the younger uh, uh, players in the game. And, you know, well-respected. I'm Hope he enjoys his retirement, man. It's, it's going to be missed. Mm-hmm. Um, everything else, I think so. But, uh, you know, it's been, it's been good, had real, real fun time talking with the finals and getting your input on the Warriors, you know, Dynasty is what that is. Yeah. Uh, I think they'll come back strong next season. Uh, mm-hmm. You'd say six seed. I, I, I think you're really not giving them enough credit because uh, it's definitely playing their prime. You know, I, I they're always going to be a force to be reckoned with. They always have to yeah. change their pedigree. You're, you're being nice. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't. I just wasn't inspired by this year's team. Wasn't inspired by the bench. True. You know, I, I, I did like Damian Lee. He he was um, a nice six man off the bench, but, you yeah. know, I, I think they'll be able to get some free agents in there, knowing the fact that, you know, Clay is coming back mm-hmm. and they got a full season to step. So, you know, you can select those guys on down in your bench, probably add one or two free veterans, and you, you'll be right back to where you were before. Top five I'm, pick. I'm excited for Pascal. That's that's the guy that I'm watching next year. Yeah, he's really good. Uh, well, let me ask. Since they will have a top five pick, look at that. Who are you looking forward to? Who who would you like to see them draft? I'm not even sure. I mean, the, the time of year that I really get into that is March Madness. Mm-hmm. So I I don't even know the prospects. I People have been screaming for Wiseman. Mm-hmm. I've watched some of his film. I like him. But it's hard for me to really want somebody without that NCAA tournament because I think there's just world's difference between, you know, regular season and then once the lights come on, you know. And I like this guy better. Uh, sure. Yeah, you, you've been – um, screaming for Wiseman for at you know for a good while, uh, Jacob. So you know it's a good pick there. Can't really go wrong. There's a but like you say, the lack of a tournament really hurts everyone. So mm-hmm. really going in blind, but I still think they'll come back strong. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know it's. 
yeah, it's been it's been fun talking with you guys uh, for the sure. finals, yeah. and you know, I'm, I, I thank you, Corey, for uh, your time and dedication. Oh, thanks for having me on. Oh no, man, it's been great. Uh, do you have any last words for the people? Uh, no. Just keep watching this. <laughs> oh, thank you, man. You know, <laughs> the godfather of the AMA over in Daily Life, man. You, yeah, that guy's really do a good job over there. It's it's sure. special, really therapeutic. Um, I'm mm -hmm. glad to be part of that group. If you guys aren't, you really should. Um, we should check in over there. It's it's a good spot. Yeah. And also, Leon's up next for the AMA, by the way. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, wait a minute. You hit me with a shocker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I got my Fred Sanford going away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I'm sweating. I'm not, me off. Oh, man. <laughs> now I get to hit you with those hard philosophy questions that you kept giving me. Oh, I, 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 um, I'm excited for it. I'm real excited for it. Um, yeah, oh man, I, I man, got me uh, speechless. Um, Jacob, man, you, you have any final words for our audience? I know. Thank you, Corey, once again for coming on. Definitely appreciate yeah, no it. Um, you know, check out all the other life groups. Everybody does a great job. We're a great team. You know, hopefully we'll get some sports coming in. Hopefully we get baseball, LFGM. You know what that stands for. Um, shut up, Leon. Uh, <laughs> no, no, you're, you're about you're about to in a second once I hit this mute button. <laughs> Fucking mute button. <laughs> <laughs> I'll call your ass. <laughs> but yeah, but thank you, thank you for everybody that's tuning in. Thank you for the comments, James, Matt. You know, much appreciated. You know, keep watching everybody. You know, we always bring the con the best content we can, and just thank you. It's much appreciated. Yeah, man. Um, but, but thank you guys. You know, tuning in and and participating. And uh, one more thing, I want to thank uh, Matt and Randy for having me on the Audible last night. It was a lot of fun. You know, they went on me for the Lions and whatnot, but you know, it, it was all good. I had a good time. You know, check them out. I believe they're back uh, next Friday. If you're not in football life group, get in there. You get the polls going. They for the next division. Uh, I'm gonna stop the video now. Um, you know, check out Donk City over in baseball life. Vince and Henry do an amazing job over there. Very excited for the season. Nice. Uh, Matt and uh, Johnny over in the lab. Uh, do an incredible job and check out uh, Pod Jobbers as well over uh, in the wrestling group. Got a lot of lot of heat, lot of guests. They're 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 working, you know. Ride that work, ride that shoot. <laughs> you know, it, hopefully we can have them on one day and we'll we'll shoot the breeze. Uh, but again, I'd like to thank you guys for your participation, tuning in. And, uh, you know, thank you again, Corey. Thank you, Jacob. Sir. And, uh, you know, come on next week and try to break down these schedules and get the start of the league back up. You know, until then, man, 
you guys stay safe out there and uh, until next time, all out. Sure.